Welcome to another episode of the Infallible Way podcast. This is Jewel. The theme of the episode today is how we, one by one, and as the human race, can transcend the need for terror takeovers, such as what now occurs in Afghanistan. To fulfill needs to realize your unique creative expression, you are part of the infallible way of creation. The certainty of the operation makes it the infallible way, since consciousness is the source of experiences, and those experiences include terrorist takeovers. In this week's episode, we will discuss that God does not cause or allow situations, and how we transcend the need for these experiences. Because resisting minds create these actions, the experiences are mutable, they're alterable, and that maintains the characteristic of illusions. There is a beginning and there is an end. It's up to us as we realize truth that shifts consciousness. The nature of even shocking incidents of terror will shift with the shift of our consciousness. Terror, wars, and even retaliation will decline. We're each alive in the infallible way to realize all we are in truth and overcome the holds of resisting mind. We are not victims of others, of lack, or of need to fight for what we think is right or wrong, except by what we have learned of mind. The infallible way begins with you as you recreate all you need to identify and repair your breaks. As you repair each break, you shift consciousness that begins with you and then expresses to the world at large. Here's the first issue. What will resolve situations such as the terrorist takeover that just occurred in Afghanistan so all those that are affected by this incessant conflict can find freedom? It goes down as a catastrophic failure for the U.S. administrators. Individuals are suffering. It seems that they are totally alone and no support. But to view this at the higher level, since God is omnipresent, why does God allow this type of conflict that so much suffering continues to occur? How can we stop this? I'm only one person. Can I really make a difference? Here's the resolve. First, the absolute power represents the ever-present, supreme, and all-knowing God and that is personal to you, to me, to our world, and all of this universe. It is God, and that, by its infallible nature, responds to the collective consciousness. That includes you, me, and all of us. This is not about God allowing. God does not allow or disallow. God does not fix. God is all consciousness, including what is created that corresponds to terrorist takeovers. That's up to you to fix, to me to fix, to all of us. A supreme being called God does not cause circumstances such as terror takeovers, killings, or beheadings. 
God can never be less than the omnipresence that encompasses the unlimitedness of the infallible way. God does not intercede to make things right or fix wrongs. That's duality. There is no duality such as wrong or right in truth. The results in this world respond to consciousness and that includes yours, mine, and all of ours. As such, we as part of the collective consciousness contribute to the cause of the corresponding experiences such as that which appears as the terrorist takeover of a country. Nor does God mend the conditions formed by resisting truth. That is up to the collective mind to fix. And that means you to fix, me to fix, to all of us to fix. And we do that by repairing the breaks that are caused by mind. Remember, there is no separation except based upon what has been accepted in mind. God is omnipresent. That does not dictate the experiences that exist in the world, evil or otherwise. The happenings represent life experiences that respond to consciousness. Resisting state of minds project evil and terror, as well as anger, bitterness and disgust. Experiences correspond to consciousness. That's the infallible way. All your experiences represent needs for you to awaken to truth. Does it seem horrific that needs have escalated to continue to require such dramatic results to the extent that individuals are beheaded and hung by the neck? In the infallible way, the experiences speak in volumes as our resistance to truth that projects into our world individually and the world at large. We recognize that the actions we watch in Afghanistan respond to resisting state of mind. As brutal as the experiences seem on the world stage, they do remain illusions. And then the comments result, such as, what? How can they be illusions? How do you infer that those experiences are unreal? I saw pictures of individuals hanging on to the body of an airplane out of fear, and then bodies found in the wheel well of the airplane because they were so desirous of getting out. Individuals die. They're left to fend for themselves. There are public executions and young women are sexually being taken advantage of and sold as slaves. Many are deeply fearful of their future. This all invokes fear and dread in us. Schools of reporters continue to tell their versions of the activities and then they play it repeatedly just to remind us of the catastrophic occurrences. How do you reduce all this to the standing of mere illusion? The activities that appear represent illusions, yes. Not because incidences are mirages, nor were extreme circumstances absent from the eyes of the world. Rather, 
Illusions represent the experiences that respond to resisting state of minds. Because resisting minds create these actions, the experiences are alterable. They maintain the characteristic of illusions. They're mutable. There is a beginning and an end. As we realize truth, consciousness shifts. The nature of these shocking incidents shifts with the shift of consciousness. The next question naturally follows, how can I be unshaken when thousands lost lives or are suffering? How is it possible to be unmoved by the activity that corresponds to forceful acts of aggression? Unaffected or unmoved does not imply insensitivity, cold, callous, or uncaring. To the contrary, we identify and repair the breaks that are caused by mind. We realize that expressing from the higher perspective of consciousness signifies compassion for those affected by the experiences, including those that lost lives as difficult as it may seem. And that took on the roles of the terrorist. There is deep caring for those that are immersed in their experiences. Resisting mind has caused these experiences. Now we overcome the need for the experiences that are caused by resisting our truth. That frees others from playing roles. Without need for the experiences, you are beyond the experiences. You no longer need role players to provide the drama that was once presented on your life stage. You, we all make a difference by repairing the breaks that are caused by mind. We realize the consciousness of truth. The consciousness that projects the compassion of truth naturally stimulates peace. You then contribute to mass overcoming of what appears as conflict that supports peace in the world. Love and wisdom guide you to realizing your next step. Individually, you influence world conditions. One by one, we make a difference. Shift of experiences result in the world stage. The experiences, such as terror attacks, that occur throughout the world cease in proportion to decreased resistance. Accordingly, needs for terror, wars, and retaliation, including those role players that have provided drama, will now decline. The second issue, why is the infallible way flawless? Why is it foolproof? Do you mean by our experiences we truly can determine what is part of consciousness? We really have the power of God that's in us? Here's the resolve. The certainty of operation of the infallible way makes it flawless. It is God's activity. What becomes state of mind naturally projects from consciousness. It causes the corresponding actions and reactions. As an analogy, consider the state of mind as a whole roll of film. The consciousness operates as your projector. It projects the film comprised of memory, conscious and otherwise, that stems from DNA, 
thoughts, beliefs, notions, or attitudes that have become part of your state of mind. The projections ultimately appear in your personal arena. That's your stage of life. It's important to note that beyond the current projections of consciousness is the inherent consciousness of your truth. Truth is as constant to consciousness as the role of film device is to the role of film. Regardless of the nature of any other film, which are the thoughts, beliefs, notions, or attitudes that has become part of the role of film, truth represents the underlying potential of you. Also referred to as man's divinity, it is the true potential beyond the mind, beyond the world of effects, beyond all. Truth is intrinsic to each of us. Consciousness also includes the spark that is spirit that denotes your true potential. The spark of truth, even deeply hidden beneath layers of resistance packed into mind, it naturally flickers through self-imposed darkness. Even if dimmed by a history of resistance, the innate truth remains the true potential for all of us. It's always present. Then we gain glimpses of love, light, and wisdom. It's why words of truth ring familiar and provide intermittent comfort despite circumstances that appear to the contrary. It's why we seek success and move to our greatness. It is why we search for ways to improve the quality of our lives. It's why we look for advanced information and ways to expand who we are and what we are. It's why we continue to search for fulfillment and contentment. It's why we proceed to overcome nagging conflicts, to overcome lack, to realize abundance. It's why we try to find health amid illness. And it's why zealousness for life is paramount to the desire for death.